That's very loud. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's playing. I thought you guys were saying the bear was playing the flute. I don't think so. Joyce. Wonderful. Thank you, Joyce. Good morning. My name is Johnny. Welcome to the Unity Center for Positive Living. We're glad you could come this morning. Now I'd like to read to you from today's daily word. For Sunday, April 2nd, is Palm Sunday. I celebrate my awareness of the divine presence alive in me. Just as an enthusiastic crowd welcomed Jesus in Jerusalem with a spirit of great enthusiastic celebration, I commemorate Palm Sunday by opening my heart and mind to the divinity that is within me and within all others I meet today and every day. This welcoming attitude changes me at depth, making the commitment to behold the Christ in myself and in each person I meet is my way of symbolically placing palm branches before them, greeting them as I would Jesus. This celebration of the divine in each person lays a path to spiritual freedom. From perfect peace within, I shout Hosanna as my jubilant soul celebrates. And from the Bible, so they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. And that's John 12, 13. And now it's time for Surely the Presence. Could all please join us in singing? Joyce Williams. song. Please join us while Joyce leads us in our welcoming song. Uh-oh. Look at the wrong song. Number two, number three. <laughs> um, what a fellowship. What a fellowship. And it's in your handle. It's so great. Uh -oh. All of these are all okay.
Jake Joyce, and that's time to greet your neighbors. Feel free to run around and greet folks however you want. Make sure to go back to the camera, wave hi to everybody on Zoom. Hello, fellow Zoomers. Hi, Hello, Carolyn. Hello. I'm not. I'm not going to be. I wondered if you were able fooling me, Tom. Uh, hi. hi. I'm Bill. Hi. Okay. Hello, Terry. Oh, it's like chaos there, doesn't it? I've never seen it from this perspective. Jerry is my name. Hi, Jerry. Are you a you a hold on? I need another Yeah. Joanne, are you at home? Yeah. Nancy? Yeah, I've got I've got four clients today. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, hello, Ashana. He even said your name. He said your name. Greetings. No, I wouldn't recognize Robert. I'm a guest of Nina's, by the way. Oh, you are. Hi there. <laughs> Are you in Chicago or DC? Uh, DC. Okay. We got good Wi-Fi. I tried really hard to send out announcements for uh, Grandfather's Indian Christian Service Medicine Wheel Teachings and for Dr. Gary's Circle Film Stuff. I'm a complete failure, folks. I haven't done it for the last two weeks. I volunteer to take over that task because I. I don't know that I'll ever get to it. I keep telling him I'll Next do Next weekend, <laughs> we'll be Grandfather's Indian Christian Service at 2 o'clock in the Bear River Longhouse. Next weekend, we'll also have a board meeting right after service. Um, if anyone else has an announcement, please raise your hand. Oh, oh that's right. Don't forget Easter. Easter brunch next Sunday. Anything else? Bring food. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring food. I'm going to bring some ham, so we got, we got the meat covered. Well, sweet potatoes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, now it's time for a unity statement. Whoa. Let's all say it together. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. And now it's time for a song of joy. So we're gonna do um, 318 in your hymnal. 318 will love come a trickling down the night. Can you sing it with me? This is a fun.
Thank you, Joyce. And now it's time for reading. This morning, our reading will be given by Phil. Good morning, everybody. Palm Sunday is a Christian celebration that marks the beginning of the Holy Week leading to Easter Sunday. It commemorates Jesus' triumphant entrance into Jerusalem when people laid down palms and branches in front of him as a sign of honor. In modern times, churches hold Palm Sunday services in which worshipers are given a palm branch or a cross made from palm leaves. The celebration involves singing hymns, reading scriptures, and sometimes even a procession with the palms. Palm Sunday is reminding of the selfless love Jesus showed by laying down his life for us. It is a time to reflect on our own lives how we can show that same love to those around us. Palm Sunday is a day we remember and celebrate Savior and King. As Jesus rode a donkey into the town of Jerusalem, a large crowd gathered and laid palm branches in their cloaks across the road, giving Jesus royal treatment. The hundreds of people shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Now here's a twist. I wonder when you see all this stuff with the red carpet treatment, is this followed? Is this following the history of, of Palm Sunday, where they laid the branches in front of Jesus when people walk on the red carpet? Mm. It's something to think about. I think they switched that to a beige carpet this year, <laughs> which is perfectly fitting. Right. Okay, so now it's time for meditation zone. Please join us while Joyce leads us in sunlight. Sunlight. Hymn number one fourteen. So please open your hymnals to one fourteen so you can follow along. Perfect time and perfect way. 
Now it's time for Lord's Prayer. This is the first Sunday of the month, so we'll be praying the traditional Lord's Prayer today, followed by the Alleluia. Let's all say it again. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And leave us not in temptation, but deliver us from error. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Most of you know we are privileged to have a different speaker here every Sunday of the month. Today I'd like to welcome back Dr. Daria Funches. Take it away, Dr. Hello! <laughs> oh, for the love of children. <laughs> anyway, on this wonderful, bright Palm Sunday, I am so happy to be here as we celebrate that divine presence within us. It's always there, but to celebrate the raising of consciousness that also can be recognized not just by ourselves and by our actions but by others and to see that same presence in one another and celebrate it i can really appreciate palm sunday so much because i used to be what i think i a, a resurrection christian <laughs> In other words, I was excited about the resurrection, but I wasn't so excited about um, the crucifixion, right? And at the same time, I remember as a small child singing with my full heart and my full body, Lord, I want to be like Jesus in my heart. More and more every day as that teacher, as that role model of love of wisdom of the capacity to heal of all the powers that are given to humanity and to be demonstrating and acting with those powers through the divine presence within us but soon after that celebration in which we should never get too excited about praise that is directed at us we should always keep that core of humility because it's not about the praise of us. It's the celebration of the divine presence that we all embody and that we can recognize in others, that we can cultivate within ourselves and cultivate in others. And after all this celebration, of course, comes the crucifixion, which we knew to be prophesied. But Palms and Palm Sunday you may not remember some of the hardcore people who are always here, but on Palm Sunday in 2020, right as coronavirus intensity was raising and rising and coming into everybody's energy field about how they were gonna to respond to it, I spoke on Palm Sunday and I had coronavirus. And I was just at the tail end of the worst part of it when it was my turn to speak on first Sunday, which was Palm Sunday in 2020. And just out of curiosity, I looked back at it because I had already decided what the, <laughs> the talk was today. The series this year is Embrace the Spiritual Destiny in 2023. Embrace your spiritual destiny in 2023. And the subtitle for today is The Crown, the Cross, and the Consciousness. So we get clear about that consciousness that goes with both of those. The crown, the cross, and the consciousness that goes with it. Because it was not just that Jesus laid down his life as he spoke of it, 
he laid it down and he picked it up again. He laid it down and he picked it up again as in this is the full embodiment. This is being the avatar of God, creator, the ultimate infinite source and substance of all creation, not avatar as we use it, like the picture that goes with your uh, computer program, uh, not that avatar, not avatar the movie, but avatar, which it was originally defined as in as being the embodiment of God, the full embodiment. And so then we're talking about like, Jesus, Yeshua ben Joseph, also known as Jesus the Christ. We're talking Buddha. We're talking of the deities that represent that infinite source and substance in all traditions. And so when I look back, I want to share with you one of the things, uh, a couple of the things that I said at that time. Uh, in 2020, because although I don't remember a lot of the physical things that happened while I was at home with coronavirus, uh, because I was out of it a lot, um, I do remember some of the spiritual experiences. And I spoke about the importance of the palms themselves and what they symbolize. And I spoke about what the Spirits told me about this virus. This Palm Sunday, now, in this moment in time, is the people's coronation. Not just in that time, but the people's coronation in this time of the divine consciousness and its potential in humanity, its demonstrated potential in humanity. And it was a crowning then of consciousness that governs us in the highest understanding of an embrace of who we are as spiritual beings having a human experience. We recognize love as the central force in this being of who we are. Men and women aware of the infinite source and substance of creator's consciousness right here, right now. We recognize thought and the power of thought as the most significant action. We recognize this coronavirus, which has come into our midst, which is named for the crown-like appearance that it has as a notice to all humanity that it is time to earn our own crowns of consciousness now. And we know that so many things changed in the world that we had no place to run away from ourselves and what needed to shift within us. Some people had trouble being with themselves that much. I don't think that was true of most people in this, <laughs> in this community. But it was such a strong shift that we had to celebrate what was there to celebrate and shift what's not there to celebrate. As a notice to humanity is what Spirit said, that, that it is time to earn our own crowns of consciousness. So that it is a new human race, the new earth, the new humanity as part of our circles of life on earth. The palms are an ancient symbol of victory, victory of the spiritual consciousness, a symbol of immortality, a symbol of the phoenix. And you know, that, that fire that, that mythologically says that phoenix um, uh, burns and then comes back through. But before the phoenix dies, there is a song. There is a song, just like there's, they say there's a swan song, right? <laughs> your last act. Well, there is a song of the phoenix to sing your the death song. And it's time that we know that this is not necessarily uh, the mortality death song. This is the death of those things that die and 
the full emergence of walking with and living with and being on the foundation of the power of thought that is infused and fed by the heart and that is fed and founded on God, the divine, the infinite substance and source of all creation. So I'm not talking about a person. I'm talking about that foundation that was demonstrated by Jesus. That Christ consciousness that was recognized in him by others and also demonstrated of making the word of God real and observable. So that pandemic crisis is a movement that is personal and collective, highlighting how we do this work, how we can separate with illusions of separations, and then how we can love our way and discern our way and act our way through it with the divine mind. The divine mind to use our thought and direct it in that way. I even like the way that, that Fillmore, Charles Fillmore teaches about this in terms of the, this faith thinking human being is the foundation of all the other powers of humanity that are given to us by creator. Because with this power of thought, right, is what we're using to direct all the other gifts and talents and powers that we carry. It is this particular power. Here we're 40 days since uh, Ash Wednesday. We're, we're at the 40th day today. I don't know how many of you gave something up as part of a symbol of a sacrifice of something that you're, you're addicted to. Was it sugar? Was it coffee? Was it um, swearing? Was it <laughs> was it jealousy? Um, you know, what was it that you might have been focused on shifting into having a stronger foundation with this faith thinking mind as the foundation of who we are, that letting that be as Peter was, letting that be the rock. So on this Palm Sunday, I want to remind us that as the daily word says that that divine presence within us and within others, it deserves a coronation, the act of, of bestowing a crown that how we have moved with our consciousness since we hit this earth plane. Because we're in a course, make no mistake, we're in school, right? And, and the source provides the course and we agree. We agree to whatever gene pool we came in. We agree to shift ourselves into that consciousness that, that is matched with our destiny, which is to be the inheritor and the embodiment of the divine. So yes, we can celebrate and know the humility of what goes with the crowning What goes with the crowning is that which I shed, that which I let go of, that which I remove for the leap that I take into the crowning. We empty out when we are crowned, when we do this coronation, we empty out of our grief, we empty out of our fears, we empty out of any sense of powerlessness or hopelessness because these things cannot occupy the same space in us, in the body that is our temple. And the situations in the world can certainly bring us <laughs> sometimes to a halt. But in the world of God, we are operating more and more 
with divine mind as creator. So we throw out the sense of separation. We throw out the anger and we embrace the whole of life and humanity with the power of love that restores our oneness. So if there's a Peter in your life, you know, you can recognize that I love this person. This person loves me. But before the cock crows three, the cock crows three times, you will deny me that I am your friend, right? That those we love do not always stand up with us at the time that there has been a commitment to do so because everyone is still in that progress and where they are in their course, in their learning, in their transformation, in their embodiment. So does Peter get thrown out? No. But need to note that this would happen. The more we embody that, the more we have our knowingness, the more we embody the Christ consciousness, the more we have our knowingness, the more we know that what is coming, not just what is here, but what is coming. And the more we're able to still stand on the foundation of what is the destiny that we have accepted to unfold, that we have made an agreement to do in this moment in time and to do so with fearlessness as we work through our fear and have our transformation to know that this is about not the mortal body, but the everlasting life. It's like in, in my culture that the mothers who say, you know, I brought you in, I'll take you out. You know, that's what, that's what the divine, that's what Jesus was saying. He said, he said, I laid it down, but I took it back up. And that is really the completion of the circle, the crown, the cross and the consciousness to deal with and embrace and be in everlasting life. Yes, we own our bodies. It may be the only thing we own. We certainly don't really own the land. We certainly don't really own other people. No matter how hard we try. This anointing, this is a day of anointing. Have Where is your palm tree, your branch palm? Imagine one, if you don't have one, draw it. If you don't have one, pick one up from the florist. They probably have one. That holds that symbol of the anointing that you accept. We're not here just to learn these, the, con, the metaphysics of Christ consciousness. We're here to be in that, in the love that spreads in this room, the sanctuary that spreads beyond the space and time that we're in to be W-H-O-L-L-Y, holy and H-O-L-Y, holy. And we're here for that celebration of Hosanna in the highest. <laughs> you know, there was... Um, Descartes, the one who said, um, I think, therefore I am. It's just the opposite, right? I am, therefore I think. I am, therefore I have the power of faith thinking. I am, therefore I think. And I can direct these thoughts to stand in the place of the vision of the kingdom of heaven on earth. I can stand in the place and speak the words and express the power of that unity. That's the consciousness that I have to stand in on the rock and be in that space of calm and knowingness. And now I realize why the old people used to say when I was a little kid, that man's trying to make me lose my religion. I remember hearing the elders say things like that, meaning, meaning, but I'm going to stand here. 
You know, I am going to stand here in the consciousness of love and the power of my thought until I, I didn't know the word for it until I got in unity in the 70s, in my 20s, early 20s, I didn't realize the metaphysics, how many metaphysicians I grew up with, okay? How many metaphysical elders I grew up with. They weren't in unity, but they were in the consciousness of what it means to stand in the word of God, to stand in the faith thinking. And they would tell you to mind your words. They would tell you how your words reflected creation. I grew up with people like this all around me. Because they were descendants of people who had to deal with the crown, the cross, and the consciousness. If you don't have food to eat, you've got to have the consciousness that's feeding your body. If you're laying down with coronavirus and any other physical ailments, all of which our human bodies often attract, right? <laughs> We've got to feed from the soul and the heart and the rock of faith thinking We've got to feed that whole process because it's nothing else. This fee is not coffee. It's not uh, McDonald's. It's not, there's nothing else that's feeding us in the process of fasting. Anybody who's grown up with the spiritual traditions of fasting because they're in ceremony or fasting because they're in prayer or fasting because it's a day of fasting in their cultural tradition knows how to feed the body through thought. And this is how we grow our spiritual muscles, our spiritual authority to follow with the fact that he said, and greater things than these shall you do. Even with the first four powers of humanity, that includes some of the healing work, the manifestation of something being here that's not here now. This is not about parlor tricks. It's about manifestation and demonstrating the divine. And if that's what we want, you can't be like some of my students who've said, well, you know, I want to raise my consciousness. I would like some of those abilities to do miracles. I would like some of those powers. But, you know, the people who had those, they, they, they kill them, you know, I, they, they kill them. They, they get crucified. They, they don't come to a good ending. That's not the end. That's not the end of the story. The end of the story is I lay it down for these reasons. I demonstrate. I take on. I pray for all that has gone in error in the world to bring things to zero here and now in balance so that you can create going forward, not just for the, those standing, but for humanity as a whole, for life, to bring to a clean slate. Now, all of us know that we can bring something to a clean slate, have a marvelous cathartic experience, and then get up and decide to put on the same dis-ease again. Oh, nobody knows anything about that? <laughs> I'm celebrating because I got rid of this habit. I'm celebrating because I got rid of this issue. I'm celebrating and whatever it is that I did to create that issue in the first place, I might get bored without having that trauma drama after six months or a year. 
and then I might put it on. Maybe it's a year and a half later. So I'm wearing it with a coat instead of wearing it with a swimsuit. But it's the same behavior that I went into that's connected to whatever my challenge was at the time. So I wanted to get into the, what? We get into the sea of forgetfulness. We don't think that it's entertaining enough to be at a higher level of consciousness in life. We don't know how to entertain ourselves with the power of creation running through our veins. What? 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 We don't want to go too far ahead of our friends or family who are still, maybe somebody is stuck in another mindset. That's okay. They, they are in their course. They're doing what they got to do. <laughs> They're doing their course. They're doing their syllabus. You're not here to look at their paper. You're not here to cheat. You're not here to do what they do. You're not here to copy. You're not here to imitate anybody but the avatar, anybody but the word of God, anybody but the spirit that speaks to you in a moving intelligence and heats up your body and tells you, do this. I told you to do that and you did this. Okay, you know, let's see what happens, right? <laughs> you know? Knowingness, to follow that knowingness, to have it be palpable, visceral, to have your own visceral, your own way of telling that that's, this is what spirit is telling me to do. It doesn't feel necessarily like what spirit tells me to do or how it tells me to move. So we have so many fears, we can't be on that faith thinking faculty that Fillmore talks about with that first power, faith, that is supposed to train all the other powers. And that just means get them lined up. You know, that when you say line up, they line up. <laughs> you know, when you commit to have the power of command in creating reality. And still in all of that, there is humility because it's not because you're so whatever. It's because you are the embodiment of creator. And with that comes all the responsibilities of the dominion, all the stewardship, all the service, all the work all the love, all the not, I don't have time to go get crucified because I need to take a rest. I don't have time to fulfill this prophecy and this agreement I made because I think I'll take another sabbatical, put it off a little longer. So we don't want to renege on our agreements, but we have to begin to open the door and say in our prayer, in our meditation, what is my agreement? How have I made it? How am I standing on my faith in it? How am I standing on a rock? Or am I going back and forth like Peter? You know, Jesus said, Peter, you got to pay attention. You got to focus, focus. <laughs> you want to catch those fish? You want to be out here? You can't be getting nervous because it's storming. You can't change your faith because the wind is knocking things around. You can't deny who you are just because it's dangerous now. So whatever our traditions are, whatever our roots are, whatever our spiritual understanding came to be as kids, however we have gone through the course this far, we are here and we are in that Christ consciousness and whatever we lay down, we need to celebrate what we're laying down, just like we're celebrating Hosanna in the highest, just like we're celebrating our gifts and our talents and what it is spirit gave us to work with. Not just for us, we don't have these gifts and talents just for us, we have these gifts and talents for the service and stewardship and responsibility. It's Palm Sunday, wave your palm, get in the shade, remember your immortality. Think about what it is <laughs> that's your song. 
as you lay it down, what is your song? What does it sound like? It doesn't have to sound like anything to me. You don't even have to be able to sing. But what is your song? As you lay down whatever you're going to lay down. That's, that's the cross part. To lay down the old life and to pick up the consciousness that that is everlasting. That is everlasting. <laughs> One of my friends used to say, I really like everything that goes with the everlasting life. I really want like following the teachings of Jesus. But more I think about growing my consciousness, I start thinking about what I'm not gonna be able to do if I do that. So in her mind was all these things that she thought, well, if I, if I uh, embrace my full Christ consciousness, which I get inspired to do often, then I might have to give up this and this and this and this. I probably should stop smoking. I probably, you know, all these things. And I said, one of the things that we have in our everlasting life is we have the, the you know, we do have the right to choose something about how we die. If you want to die from cigarettes, who's going to jump in here and stop you? <laughs> I'm not going to say to live to be 120 is more holy than for you to decide to die at, you know, 75 from lung cancer. Your choice. And it's not that one is holy and one isn't. It's not that one is holy and one isn't. It's just that we have to begin to realize we have those choices. As he was on the cross, he's known to speak of the seven last words. I'm going to close with our remembrance of that, of the seven last words. And uh, as, you, as some of you may know, that uh, the interpretations that, that I work with are some, one of them in, in particular is different, but the rest of them. Uh, are really mostly the same. Um, and the first word being, <clears throat> oh, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So going with that faith and that rock that we're standing on is the ever-presence importance of forgiveness. I've had a lot of things to forgive on this road trip I'm on, and I had to adjust my attitude quickly <laughs> because until I did, things kept happening. <laughs> Right. So that is an awakening, that remembrance. Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Second word. Truly I say unto you, today you will be with me in paradise. So the ones when we recognize each other in our divinity, part of that is we're co-creating. We're we're initiating each other in that consciousness of love, in that consciousness of forgiveness, of love that's beyond I love you because you did good things for me. <laughs> I love you because you, but the love that goes beyond. Third, Jesus says to his mother, behold your son. He's making, uh, as they say in, in one of the indigenous traditions, he's, he's, he's saying, mother, behold your son, son, behold your mother. In other words, we can make relatives people. And we do that. That's how we build our villages. That's how we express the love that we take this one in closer and closer, we're all connected, but to take people in that are not in our bloodline also acknowledges our connection to them before this time and before that time, our connections in the soul. The fourth one, which is translated differently in the Bible I use versus most Bibles is my God, my God, for this I was spared. That is usually interpreted as my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And you have probably heard many debates about that, just that phrase. But then the translation on the Bible that I work with, which is the um, Eastern text translated by straight from the Aramaic into the English is my God, my God, for this I was spared. In other words, for what it is you step into right now as closer and closer 
to the core and essence of why I am here right now on this planet Earth, spinning to do what? Be, is that being revealed more and more from your soul? I am spared for these times, the times such as this. When the crowning of humanity in consciousness is here again and the doors are open. <laughs> this is the church. Yeah, in the churches I grew up in, there was a part where you say the doors of the church are open and people would come in and they would feel, the, if they felt the Holy Spirit, they would affirm that they were working with this spirit to the full extent of their capability, that that's where they're going from this moment on. However many times you do it in life, it doesn't, people say, oh, I did that in 1922, you know, that doesn't matter. You could do it every day, as long as you're moving with it. I thirst, even though I know what I'm standing on, the fifth word is I thirst. And when I wait, the waters come from heaven as we receive the spirit. We can rest in the joy that what I need is supplied. These are the waters that feed the fasting person. These are the waters that feed the spirit. These are the waters that then ease the body's suffering. The sixth word is a manifestation word. It is the word I, it is fulfilled. And the seventh word finally, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. Usually translated as I commend my spirit, but I commit my spirit into thy hands. So that is the embodiment of the avatar. That is the infinite source and substance, the infinite principle infinity principle, we are spirits living that human experience. We are celebrating that. We know this to be true. The joy shows in our relationships and excitement with each other. Let's say Hosanna to the highest. I accept the highest that there is in the Christ consciousness within my being. The avatar, if, it's, if you're practicing Buddhism, then it's the Buddhist consciousness. If you're practicing Ifa, it's the old Damari consciousness. You, you pick what it is that you are committing to, that you are recognizing the embodiment of, that you are walking out, that you're celebrating. Because as you do, you can sing the song, the Phoenix song, to whatever you're allowing to pass away. And you will have earned that crown to your consciousness. And so it is, let us meditate. We have the opportunity to live without committing mass acts of oppression. We have the opportunity to bring ourselves to balance. We have the opportunity to lay down, take one big breath from the center of the earth all the way up to the crown of your head and out from the top, going on each side around the body, around your energy field again and back into the earth and coming back up. We're forming this constant circle and opening as if we are a pillar of light for all of the light of creation to come through us in this golden white light in this moment, to come through us as we let go of anything that is not in order with what it is we are committed to do who we are, who we be, who we want to be, who we've agreed to be. Not just for our sakes, but for the sakes of humanity, 
us learning on this planet to be human. And may the power of that love feed us every day. May we feed our thoughts with faith and love and wisdom. And the Holy Spirit of the good, true, and beautiful of our ancestors, may we be fed, may we radiate that, and may we bring it in service to what we're called to do and be in this life. And so it is. And may we be at peace and accept the healing that the power of spirit is bringing through us. That we may in its acceptance radiate that gift to others. Another very deep breath all the way from the center of the earth up to the crown of the head, up into the heavens, back around the energy field. May we accept the palms that symbolize everlasting life. Peace, being at peace with who we are. And the power of creating a new life. And Mother, Father, God, the masculine and the feminine come together within us. May the words from my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord. Have a blessed Palm Sunday. Hosanna in the highest. Amen, Ashe, hallelujah, all my relations. <laughs> okay, there we are. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Darius, that was wonderful. And now it's time for our offering. While we're together in spirit, physically and virtually, we want to thank everyone who's donated Unity by Mail. We appreciate any checks sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, Centralia, 98531. You can also donate online by clicking on the donation page on our website, unityofcentralia.net. And now as we hold our offering in our hands and hearts, let's say our offering prayer together. Divine love, through me, blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Now it's time for a blessing of thanks. Let's all say the blessing of thanks together. <clears throat> we bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. 
They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us, multiplied abundantly, and so it is. Ooh. Now it's time for our healing prayer. Members of our community have requested we send out healing prayers and energy to the people of our communities who must deal with basic human needs while living without a home. As always, I'd like to send out our collective energy to everyone being affected by the wars out there. If you would like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, raise your hand, unmute, shout it out, or hold it quietly in your heart. You're on Zoom, raise your hand and we'll turn you on so you can shout out. Any takers? So I'll pray for our friend John here. Vernon. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. Now it's time for the prayer of protection. Let's all say the prayer of protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is what. Now I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone who made our Sunday service possible. Thank you, Tom, for all your technical work and camera work. Thank you, Penny, for doing slides. Today. We really appreciate all the ways you give your time, talent, and treasure. If you're interested in serving, please talk to Susan in Fellowship or send her a text or an email about volunteering. Also, please join us next Sunday when uh, licensed unity teacher Audrey Pitchford will be our speaker. Finally, please stay with us after service if you wish to share our fellowship time. Now it's time for the peace up. Let's form a circle and join hands in the center. And zoom land, go ahead, turn on your gallery view. Let's all sing a song of peace. Thank you. 